0: Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning, we have the encounter of our Lord with the legion within the man who had roamed around the tombs, who had no home, who had no clothing, and is restored to his right mind and giving clothing. And returned to his home. This is one of the gospel pericopes an Orthodox Christian should be very familiar with. Because we hear this at least twice a year on a Sunday morning. This is the ones that gave seminarians or priests who have been preaching for about 10 years a great sigh. Or just how am I supposed, what am I supposed to do with this text if I have it two, maybe three times a year. But... The church, in her wisdom, gives us this particular encounter of our Lord because it is a perfect portrait of the impact of Jesus Christ. It is a microcosm of salvation. We have this man whom everyone feared, who had been beset by demons, as it tells us, a long time Who had no clothing, dwelt in the tombs, tells us that he has no home. This means he has no one. He dwells in the land of death. And it is the demons who recognize our Lord. And it is the demons that ask to be freed so that they may enter into the swine. And then in the chaos that they brought to the man, they bring that chaos into the swine and destroy them. There's also a good image or portrait or microcosm of the gospel because we have those who are watching, the people from the city, who have seen this encounter and who we would all think would be amazed, as we know through many other gospel encounters, but instead they are worried about the loss of more livestock they're worried about the status quo being disrupted and so they ask the messiah to leave i want to focus on the one time in this text where jesus says no and that is at the very end of this encounter When our Lord leaves and the man who had been clothed in his right mind. Who had been returned to everything that had been given to him by God. He wants to go with our Lord. You can see as the boat is starting to go off. Him running into the water asking him can he go with him. And if we're familiar with the gospels we think this would be a scene Where our Lord, who has all the apostles and disciples coming with him, they would say, sure, hop in. I'm going over here. Come with me. Join the crew. That is not what our Lord says. Our Lord said yes to the demons. Yes, I will let you out of this man. You can go over to the pigs. Our Lord acquiesced and said yes to the city that asked him to leave. But our Lord says no to the man who wants to leave. Who wants to leave it all behind and follow Jesus. Now, why is this? Our Lord, in returning us into our right mind, having clothed us with the garment of salvation, having clothed us with himself, having given us the light and access to his commandments so that we are not lost, so that we are clothed, so that we are not wandering around in death, wondering what it is all for, or worse, just violently reacting. Christ returns us to our home. Christ returns us To where he has a position for us. We may think that the man is missing out on a dramatic mission. A great, you can see the augerography, the life of the saint, right? He follows Jesus. He goes off through the Black Sea even. He goes and visits the Ural Mountains. He sees, you know, all over the place. He, He has a samosa in India, right? Like, he goes all over the place. He's martyred for Christ we're familiar with these stories the dramatic mission but this man he's returned to his home we are in being clothed in the garment of righteousness being put in our right mind and being returned home we are all given and participate in the mission of Jesus Christ this may mean And for most of us, I would say 99% of us, this means in our homes. Returning to the place from whence we came. Or settling where we are. He wants to jump into the boat. He wants to go with Christ. But that's not God's plan for him. That is not what Christ wants with him. As Americans... We have, and this is kind of built into our DNA. We just look at the way America was founded, the way that we extended West. This is in our great literature. Basically, if you mess up in Maryland, you declare bankruptcy or you run away and you go to Kentucky, right? If you mess up in Kentucky, you go to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. If things don't really pan out in Oklahoma, you can always go to California. And if it's 2021, 2022, if you mess up in California, you come back this way, (laughs) right? There is this constant need that's built into us as Americans to keep moving. There's always, there's a gold rush in California. There's cheap housing in Knoxville. Not anymore. There is always this need to see This is just a human thing, right? We always see the grass is greener on the other side. If we could just get over to this place, if we could just visit this particular monastery, if we could just give confession to a holy elder, he'll tell me everything that I need to know and need to do. If I could just read more, if I could go make pilgrimage to the Holy Land, maybe if I had more money, maybe if God had given me something, uh, a... Brighter intelligence. Maybe I could be a little bit taller. Maybe I could... All of these things that can come into our mind. Money. A house. A nicer car. All of these things that we seek. And that we think are going to be... Heaven. To be where Christ is. And I kind of teetered off into the mundane and the carnal. But this is also applies to our spiritual life. If we think... If we could just, something else could happen, or I could go somewhere else. But the reality is that wherever you go, there you are, right? That life is full with life, light, and goodness everywhere. That the emptiness or the death or the confusion is something that is not where you're at but it is always something that you allow in as opposed to turning to Christ. There is in the life of the faith and it's something why we have, in many ways, the repetition that we have in our services in the life of the church. That we have a consistent return to the basic practices of the faith. That we seek simplicity purification of all that is unnecessary or surplus. That we get up in the morning, that we say our prayers, that we remember those who need to be remembered, that we give to those who need, that we provide hospitality and openness to others. Because otherwise, instead of like this man, heeding the call of Christ to return and tell, we can just be lost in a fantasy. We can be lost in all of our desire. None of this being helped, of course, by anything, any scream that we can put in front of us that is constantly telling us, if you just augment your life like this, if you just buy these shoes, if you just do this thing, if you," all of that is nothing without Christ. And the church's wisdom is always to return to the basic things. When you are afraid, when you are overwhelmed, make the sign of the cross and cry out to Christ. When there is something before you that is a temptation, bring it to Christ. That we are returned, that we are involved with Christ's mission to this world is always where we're at. It is at home. It starts with the simple things in our marriage, our children, our co-workers, our friends, our daily morning commute, our daily coffee routine. All of these little places, all of these encounters, this is where Christ is. This is where Christ has returned you after clothing you, after putting in your right mind commissioning you to do what? He returns you not to go home, make your bed and lie in it and wait for something to happen. He returns you to your home so that, as he tells the man who has been saved, tell what great things God has done for you. What happens when we get lost in the fantasy or thinking about somewhere else or something else that can save us or fulfill us is we forget every single little thing that God has already done for us and is constantly doing for us. Think this week and pray. Simplify your routine. Open up space. Return home. And think about all of the things God has done for you. Not just the things, but great things God has done for you. Maybe you have not had a legion of demons cast out of you. But God has given you salvation in bits and pieces. He's given you Himself. He has given you life. He has given you breath. He has given you this instant to always turn to Him, for Him to commission you to then go and sing His praises to be thankful for all of the little things and great things that he has done for you. So no, maybe our mission is not to go and find one of the last tribes somewhere on some island of the Indonesian, Peloponnesian, somewhere else, right? But it is our great duty, responsibility, and gift to return home and to tell of the great things God has done for us and for those whom we love. Christ working to free us, to clothe us, to put us in our right mind, and return us home so that we can, in the end, reign with him and return with him to our home with him in heaven. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.